Hi everyone, thank you for listening to the Highlights from Ukraine podcast, your daily audio summary of the latest news reported in the Ukrainian media. My name is Artem, and here is the news. 427 days less the Russian invasion of Ukraine. President of Ukraine Volodymyr Zelensky had a first phone call with Chinese leader Xi Jinping since the start of the full-scale Russian invasion, reports Interfax Ukraine. They discussed the ongoing Russian occupation of the Parisian nuclear power plant and Russia's use of the plant as a cover for military strikes on Ukrainian cities and villages. Zelensky called on China to play an effective role in the settlement of the security issue around the Zaporizhia nuclear power plant. The president briefed the Chinese leader on the situation at the front line and stressed that Ukraine will continue to liberate its land within the internationally recognized borders. The head of state spoke separately about the devastating consequences of the Russian invasion, emphasizing the abduction by Russia of 20,000 Ukrainian children. Zelensky expressed hope for China's active participation in efforts to restore peace. He reiterated that nobody wants peace more than the Ukrainian people, but peace must be just and sustainable, based on the principles of international law and respect for the UN Charter. There can be no peace at the expense of territorial compromises. Zelensky outlined the importance of all states refraining from supporting Russia in the war. In his evening video address, Volodymyr Zelensky called this phone call a long and quite rational conversation. It is usually said that such conversations open up opportunities. Now there is an opportunity to give new impetus to our relations, Ukraine and China, stressed the president. Zelensky also announced that he had appointed a new ambassador to China, Pavlo Rebikin. From November 2021 to March 2023, Rebikin was the Minister for Strategic Industries of Ukraine. China also said it would send a special representative of the Chinese government on Eurasian affairs to Ukraine and other countries to have in-depth communication with all parties on the political settlement of what they called Ukraine crisis. Beijing promised to keep providing humanitarian help to Ukraine. A journalist from the Italian media La Repubblica was wounded near Kherson as a result of the shelling, reports ICTV. According to Italian Foreign Minister Antonio Tajani, he is feeling well and is under the supervision of the Italian embassy in Kyiv. At the same time, his Ukrainian fixer was allegedly killed. Ukraine returned 44 more people from Russian captivity, including 42 military personnel and two civilians, reports Deutsche Welle. According to head of the president's office Andriy Yermak, 36 of them are privates and surgeons, as well as six officers. People who defended Mariupol, Azovstal, Kherson region fought the enemy in the east. According to the president's office head, two men were released whose spouses had previously returned from captivity. The Defense Ministry of Ukraine assesses that Russia is currently using about 369,000 soldiers and approximately 5,900 units of heavy weaponry in the war against Ukraine, reports Ukrainform. According to the latest data, Russia has deployed up to 48 brigades and 122 regiments in the hostilities against Ukraine. The occupation forces amount to about 315 formations. Slovenian Media 24 UR informed that the Slovenian government has supplied Ukraine with 20 Valuk armored vehicles in complete secrecy, reports Militarny. According to the media sources, the transfer to Ukraine was completed this week. The operation itself lasted several months as armored vehicles needed preparation. 
they were airlifted to one of the nearby countries. Maluk armored vehicles have 6x6 wheel arrangement armed with 40mm automatic grenade launchers or 12.7mm machine guns. In total there were 85 of them in service in Slovenia and they were in the Slovenian army for 24 years. It is designed to transfer infantry and protect it from anti-personnel mines and infantry weapons. However, the Ministry of Defense of Slovenia does not comment on the type and volume of military assistance to Ukraine. According to the publication, Slovenia has already sent Ukraine 28 M55S tanks, some 35 M80A tracked armored vehicles, some 16 M2A1 howitzers, some 20 Humvees, and many other weapons and equipment. The naval forces of Ukraine denied the information about their alleged ban on the movement of merchant ships under the Black Sea Grain Initiative and reported on the blocking of the corresponding humanitarian transport corridor by the Russian side, reports Slovo Idilo. Russia refused to agree on the movement of vessels to and from the seaports of Ukraine. As a result, four vessels, including one chartered by the UN World Food Program to deliver wheat to Ethiopia, were unable to leave the ports of Chernomorsk, Odessa and Pivdenny and had to wait for additional time for their passage to be approved. Also, one vessel is waiting for transit to the port of Odessa. We would really appreciate if you could recommend us to your friends and family as well as share information on social media. This way more people would learn about the podcast and truth about Russia's invasion of Ukraine. We call on you to demand from governments of your countries to impose the toughest sanctions possible on Russia and its citizens to stop their invasion of Ukraine.